1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
0: We're back with more of Sabres Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. For us, Dali, been great up in Buffalo so far. Holds it, drags it, scores! Look at that release. Ocean it in. This shot is perfection. Man, what a bomb. dummy just did that. Just absolutely unbelievable. Dawleen backs into his man and knocked him down. Edge of your seat, hockey by number 26. And there's the next new young defensive star in the National Hockey League. Your head Henlow makes the move to center. Let's scores! That was magic! Yeah, it's certainly a showtime and Erasmus uh gets going on those tracks and puts on a show. Welcome back. Sabres Live, Dan Dunleavy, along with Marty Buran. Uh More on the uh, RJ weekend uh, remembrance ceremony to come up here. Uh, we talked a lot about that in the first half of the show. Yeah, uh, we do have some news and notes I want to talk about around the National Hockey League. But really quickly, uh, I was just saying to you during the break, it's... Yes, we're here and we're watching him from day one as, you know, a, a teenager walk into the building and say hello. And as shy and nervous as he was, he was also really confident Rasmus from day one. I mean, he, you just had this sense that he was on a mission to say, I, I got this. There'll be some learning curves along the way, but I got this. And you, you really did sense that. At least I did. I thought, wow, this, this is going to be fun to watch him grow up. And here we are a few years later. He's only 23. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, but he's kind of, to me, grown into this 26-year-old player already, even though he's only 23. And really? by that, I mean maturity, leadership, uh, tenacity, uh, dedication to being better, to pushing teammates to be better. And we saw Owen Power and the National Hockey League had a combined tweet out as well just, I think, a day or two ago about Owen Power talking about what Rasmus already means to him off of playing just the first full season and everything that he's <clears throat> taking from him. Um, Cole's notes version of everything I just said. I can't get enough of Rasmus Dahlin as far as <laughs> watching. Um, not only the hockey player turn into the best version of Rasmus Dahlin, uh, which is maybe here with still more room to grow, I believe. Um, and also just off the ice, watching him turn into this leader and a guy that pushes. You know, the first guy that comes to mind is his pal Casey Middlestad. I was mentioning yep. it to somebody the other day. That if you had walked into a Sabers practice last um, preseason and watched Casey and Rasmus battle with one another, you'd have thought they hated each other's guts. But they were <laughs> two friends that were giving it to each other because they know Rasmus knows if I push Casey, I can help get him to that next level. And Casey's the same way, thinking if I push you, I'm going to keep helping with your growth. That's what impresses me about 26. I just now, they
1: do have a, a great chemistry, and we're showing highlights of the game against the Carolina Hurricanes. Towards the end of the year, this year, Devin Levi was in net and you see Darlene making a great toe drag in the slot, finding middle stat to the back door on a nice backhand pass. Like those two have definitely grown and together and have chemistry. What's so impressive with Darlene? That first of all, he went from 53 points two years ago to 73 points last year in 78 games. He was almost, he was on pace for being over a point a game. And then it slowed down a little bit. I think that an injured Matthias Samuelson. Uh, affected that a little bit. We remember that Dallin also started the season with five straight uh, games scoring. Yeah. So he had goals in five straight, which was amazing. It had never been done. Um, so that's that's really cool. Here's the thing. Because of the pandemic hitting when it hit and because of the limited access to the players in the locker room, I feel like I saw Dallin one day as a young 19 year old the body of a 19 year old and then i saw him the next day and he is like like you said a 26 28 year old big bodied strong and can take 29 30 minutes and can take the hits and can dish the hits man when he hit neato this year whoa boom that was a crushing hit right but he can do it and it's almost like i didn't see the progression i didn't see the he went from 10% to 25% to 50% to 75%. I saw him at 10% and then I saw him again at like 90 and I'm like, whoa, what just happened here? And that's what we see out of Dali now. And that's why this last season, the progression with the points, with the leadership, with the physicality was such on display because he took a stand and he made that step forward, which was awesome to see.
0: And you know who I credit a little bit for that? Uh, Rasmus gets all the credit, by the way. And yes. whoever whoever was in his ear talking him through the moments to get to that point where he said, I've got Nieto lined up. This is going to be clean. And this is going to be dynamite. Because <laughs> again, you could roll that highlight reel again. You just did on the show. But keep it rolling. I can't see that hit enough. But that's going to be a
1: hit that people will remember, just like Brian Campbell and RJ on burger, which oh is, gosh. which is going to be one of the Sabres yeah. classic RJ games that will be played. But, but it's a, a hit that you remember and you say, yeah. I remember when Rasmus Dahlin delivered that hit and look at what he's done from that point on. Brian well, Campbell was the same way.
0: And how about when the playoffs do come around and Rasmus Dalin lays that kind of hit? I mean, now we're you know the hit here. Yes, this is this is amazing. This is progression. This is confidence. This is I've got this. Even he knew the slash was coming on the hands afterwards. There's going to be he look. He's looking around. Where's the response coming from? He knows it. He took it. Um, but the the player I credit in helping him get it, and I I watched Rob and I watched it. You saw the game too. Yeah, one of the first games Brad Marchand played against Rasmus Dahlin and Brad does this with every rookie player that he knows is going to be good in the league and he needs to get in their head is he makes sure that he doesn't care where the puck is. He is going to finish and Brad is going to either talk to you. He's going to finish you. He's going yeah, put to put his gloves something in your face, something face wash, to you stinky gloves just yeah. to let you know right now, the NHL is more than a game and it's going to happen quicker than you ever imagined. And I remember turning to Rob one of the breaks and I thought, this is what he's going to have to learn to deal with. But if he's got to learn against anybody, this is the guy. And I, then it was a couple, I don't know, maybe the next time they played Boston, Rasmus, he stood up yep. right away. The, there it is. I mean, you know, they probably, the coaching staff didn't have to remind him, but I'm sure they're reminding him, this guy's going to be in your face right away. You have to decide how you're going to deal with it without, you know, losing possession of the puck. And your first job is to get the puck out of the zone. Yep. Uh, that's what he does so well. Um, and that for me really told me right there that this, we already knew he had the chance to be something special, but this that the something special was here because the, the ultimate test again, of a young man coming over from Sweden and stepping on a North American ice surface, which is smaller and having Brad Marchand step up and say, now you're in my house, Rasmus Dahlin yeah. very quickly said, guess what? I live here too. And that was really cool to me.
1: That's really cool. Um, for those that remember the Eric Sturchnak hit uh, when they yep. went to Europe, right? Like they Sweden, took yeah. liberties, uh, on Rasmus Dahlin. Nobody's taking liberties on Dahlin anymore. There's going to be cheap shots and there's going to be after the whistle things, but yeah. everybody's got notice now that can't, can't take liberties and it will not affect Rasmus Dahlin. There is players like that around the NHL. Yeah. Now you talk about, you know, a Charlie McAvoy in Boston. Like, people try to take liberties early on on McAvoy as a young kid, and then all of a sudden he got big. And you're like, you can't do that anymore. Dallin yeah. is the same way. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to back devils. down on
0: anybody. Yeah. Two devils trying to take him down after the hit. Uh, oh, that was a for
1: Brat, right? I oh, know, Nico Heischer, actually. Nico Heischer, yes,
0: yeah. uh, And then Brat and Heesher gets up. They're both trying to haul him down. Nobody can get him off his skates. It's two no, on no. one.
1: He's, he's so. definitely strong. I remember that was a reverse hit on share. And uh, look, uh, was that a little borderline, little sneaky? I'm not going to call it dirty. It was sneaky but da- by Dallin. But do you think Chris Pronger did not play sneaky? Excuse me, think- that was,
0: yeah, to borrow an that, RJ line, that was sneaky good. That was that sneaky was good, yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yes. You think Rob Blake wasn't sneaky? You think all these yeah. defensemen, Racco Gudis, right? He's sneaky, but we don't take him on our team for the physicality that no. he brings to the game. Rasmus Dallin is bringing that physicality. And you know what's going to happen? is Owen Power is going to bring that physicality because Owen Power is going to grow into his body and going to look down at Rasmus Dalene and say, I'm going to do the same thing. (laughs) Like (laughs) Dalene didn't really have anybody to look up to. He had to develop it on his own. But now Power can look at Dalene, and then it's going to be everybody else that's going to join in to the party and you're going to have a much more physical back end because of that.
0: Owen Power, uh, I'm sure you've stood beside Owen when he's on skates. He's already looking down at all of us. But yes. if he's when he starts growing into that man body and he has that height and everything else, I mean there's really only Tage Thompson that he's not looking down at. And that yeah. might be around the entire hockey league because there is a beast waiting to be uh born as well. I mean, this Sabres Blue line, uh, with the additions you talked about, uh, Connor Clifton and of course with Johnson there as well, with his experience and his knowledge of how to use that size, that's the other thing, too, that it's not just going to be you know the guys already understand from Don's coaching how to get the puck out of the zone. They've got their skill set already. Now you're going to have someone on the ice that's guess what? He's a big man too, and he's lived through it, and he knows how to use that frame. And he'll teach them that. You know what? You don't really even have to take a step right here, and you can shut this play down. And he's going to maybe teach them a different angle, something they can do with that six foot four to six foot six a height that they have on the back end. And people for a while thought that Sabers defense was uh, defense was small. Uh, Kevin Adams once pointed out in front of a a gathering of uh, season ticket holders that I moderated at the arena one day. He says, yeah. and he started running down the the size of all the guys on D. He says, yeah. we're not really that small, and we're nope. going to keep adding. So, no, and and look, I I remember years
1: ago, two thousand nine, John Tavares gets drafted first overall. Victor Hedman goes second, right. Yeah. And it was like, well, Tavares is the number one overall pick and Hedman's going to take time for him to develop. And it takes a little bit longer. Now, you know, 14 years later, I would suggest to say that Victor Hedman, obviously with the Stanley Cups and the success that Tampa has had, but that quality of a defenseman like Victor Hedman, is had a better career than John Tavares. Tavares has been great. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a fantastic player. But having a guy like Victor Hedman on your back end, it changes your team and your franchise. And now the Sabres don't just have one. Yeah.
0: I they had have the two. Yeah. I had the fortune of calling the World Junior Championships for about nine years. And yeah. w- during that run, Victor Hedman's year was there. He was, I remember watching him play and I thought, to your point, I thought this guy's got to be number one overall. I get John Tavares is a forward that everybody wants, and he was having an amazing, you know, CHL season. But when I went overseas and watched Victor Hedman play, it was the first time I'd seen him, Mm -hmm. but I just thought this isn't fair. When he was playing amongst his peers with guys of similar age that would be coming up with him, which is inevitably what happens uh, when teams grow, and that's what the Sabers are doing. That's why they want this core to grow together because it's yep. going to be core versus core in Detroit versus core in Ottawa to take the next step. And you want your core to be better than those core, and then it's however you build around it. But Victor Hedman made everyone else look like they were just they shouldn't even be there. And I'm talking world junior caliber players. It was he was remarkable. So I'm not shocked or surprised at all. Uh, yeah, it took a few years for him to figure out how to use the tools that he had at that level, but boy, did he ever learn! And uh, oh, he
1: learned, and and it took a few years. And yeah. don't get me wrong, uh, that's that's great for young players to learn, and maybe yeah. lick your chops a little bit and say, "Oh, yeah. tonight was a bad one." Or well, everybody this expects was a greatness bad
0: right away, Marty. That's the thing; yeah. everyone expects greatness to happen tomorrow because you are forecasted to be great. And and, you're and for- if
1: you're and if you're Connor McDavid, I get it. And Connor Bedard this year. Even yeah. Connor Bedard is in a different situation. Chicago's not expecting to do anything. He'll learn, but he may still get 60, 70 points this year and people are going to say Connor Bedard fantastic superstar, right? At at 19, 18, 19 years old. Yeah. Well, with Dallein I'll take the 73 points last year. And maybe this year it's 80 points. Maybe it's 20 goals. Who knows? Right. The defense, the game of defense has changed. With yeah. the Carlson and McCarr and Fox leading the way and the Dallin leading the way. It's changed. Nick Lindstrom was fantastic and probably the best ever, like all around to have played the game. But the game of defense has changed now. And you need those guys to be able to put up points and control the game and have the speed and have the stick handling. And Dalene has all that. No one is coming in right behind them, which is yeah. even better.
0: It's your quarterback who scrambles out of the pocket to extend plays or kill plays. That's basically well, what's happening in, in, in the National Hockey League. We're going to take a break, Marty. Yeah. We did not even get to the intended topic of the segment, so I apologize about that. But I really <laughs> wanted to talk Rasmus Dalene and Owen Power in this segment. Yes. Uh, because uh, right now I'm wishing, and I never wish away a summer, but I've never wanted a summer to go quicker than this one, to get right back at it, because this guy's going to be good.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Okay, Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit uh, briefly about Austin Matthews' deal. I have a question for Marty and how it might pertain to any kind of Sabres business down the future or thoughts or any team's business in the future. Uh, When we come back, Sabres Live, in just a moment.